Welcome to the Health in Motion podcast. I'm your host, Evie Takis. I'm a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner who loves to help people achieve their wellness goals they once thought were impossible to reach. I am the owner of Holistically Restored, and through my coaching practice, I have been able to guide my clients through their own health journeys and teach them to truly understand their body. With a focus on hormone, thyroid, and weight management, I strive to instill the knowledge, confidence, and encouragement everyone deserves. If you enjoy this content, I'd love for you to subscribe and also leave a review on Apple Podcast. Please tell your friends, family, or anyone who is curious about bettering themselves in a holistic way. The more, the merrier. Please keep in mind this podcast is created for educational purposes only and is not to be taken as medical advice. I am so happy you're here and ready to learn. Let's do it. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am excited about this one because I have had this conversation quite a few times in the past week. And it's something that I actually, I would say is kind of like at the backbone of who I am and who I have become and hopefully who I will continue to become over the years. Um, If you haven't listened to the podcast episode and where I shared just kind of like my story as to how I got here and who I am and all of that stuff. It's called My Path to Holistic Health uh, or Holistic Living. Um, I go into basically just reminding people that I haven't always been the way that I am now. And the version of Evie that you see here today is not someone who has always been this way. Uh, I think it's important to remind people of that because it's easy just to kind of maybe scroll through my Instagram and say, oh my gosh, like, oh, look at all these things she's doing and look at what I'm not doing. And like, people have said that to me and I'm like, that I was in that same exact position just with other people years ago. I would see them doing castor oil packs. I'm like, oh, I wish I could start doing that. Right. So again, like this has been a progression. This is continuing to be a progression because that's also what I believe in in life is that we should be growing and changing and learning and um, adapting and things like that. So But at the backbone to all of that is the topic that I wanted to go over today, which is about motivation and when motivation isn't enough. Um, So again, I've had this conversation many times and especially recently. So I was like, you know, I think this is time for the podcast. Um, And then also I've had this conversation with myself too, because, you know, if I'm going to be honest, um, I just haven't really been feeling a lot of things lately. like. I'm just not really into a lot of the stuff that used to jazz me up. And, you know, I think it's a combination of things and I'm obviously working on that and I have the support system set in place to help me with that. But I think it's one of those ebbs and flows of life and I'm just kind of in it right now. And, you know, I'm just feeling like, you know, I'm not really motivated to do anything, but that's exactly why I wanted to record this episode because um, it's applicable and it's real. And I think it happens to all of us. So what do we do when motivation isn't enough? So let's talk about what motivation is first. Um, I do think that this topic can be very cliche. There's a lot of quotes and memes and all these things online about getting motivated to complete a task. And, you know, whether that's a chore or it's working out or it's, I don't know, applying for a job or whatever it might be. Um, And those things are really flashy and they're sexy and they feel good in the moment. And, you know, it's it's something that lights us up and gets a little spark going. But in my opinion, motivation doesn't last. 
and it is fleeting and it's flaky. So you can't really rely on it. And so that's why I don't rely on motivation to get really anything done. Instead, I focus on discipline. So, you know, I used to be someone that was like, oh, well, I'm going to go to the gym when I feel motivated. Or let's say I would wake up on Monday morning and I'd say, okay, I'm going to go work. And again, I was a teacher before I got into the health space and I would go teach all day. You know, that was exhausting for me. I also didn't have my Hashimoto's under control. So I was just like constantly fatigued and just anxious and everything. And so I'd like be working all day um, and basically surviving all day. And then it was like at the end of the workday, I didn't have any motivation to go to the gym. And so it just was this fleeting kind of like flaky friend that you're like, well, what the heck? You were there eight hours ago. Like I was waiting, like I was depending on you to go to the gym and now I don't feel motivated. And what am I going to do? And or like, oh, yeah, I'm going to meal prep this Sunday for sure. And then Sunday rolls around and then like maybe a kid gets sick or maybe, you know, there's some sort of family event that comes up or maybe your friends invite you out. And it's like, oh, well, I was motivated to meal prep on Friday when I felt kind of like garbage because I hadn't been eating really well all week, but Sunday comes around and the motivation is gone. So I just, I don't ever depend on motivation and I just haven't for a long time because it's, it's just not consistent. So I focus in on the discipline and I rely on that. And I have built that over the years. And I saw a quote that actually I heard a quote. It was on an Instagram reel. Um, you know, which kind of feels goofy to even say, but that's just the world that we live in. Um, But it was really beautifully summarizing discipline. And so I wanted to share it here. It said, discipline is one of the greatest forms of self-love. It's ignoring current pleasures for future rewards, loving yourself enough to do what needs to be done in the pursuit of what was meant for you. And I just love that. And I think it's so true because it is putting away your current pleasures or your current, um, you know, once in order to have a successful future. You know, it's like, what what does your future self need for you to do right now in order to actually get that future that you're thinking about or dreaming about? You know, we're very much this instant gratification culture of, oh, well, if it doesn't feel good now, then I'm not going to do it. Or if I don't get anything out of it now, then why would I do that? And it's like, I think we've forgotten the art of patience And that's actually a skill too. Like I think that we have forgotten how to be patient. We've forgotten that things can take time. And sometimes we need time to actually make things very apparent and obvious to us um, and for things to actually start to blossom and bloom. So um, I just, I really love that about it's, you know, putting down that um, current pleasure or what you currently want for something that you know is going to come, that's going to be better for you. So again, like I said, I don't ever really feel motivated to do much, um, especially lately. And I know that might sound sad, but I'm not really worried about it because I know that that's how life goes. We all kind of get into these rhythms where things feel really good and then things just kind of feel like they're, you know, skating on by and that's okay too. Um, But the difference is that I still do my shit. Like I still go to the gym. I still meal prep. I still get to bed on time. I still you know, do my work, obviously. I still, you know, clean the house. I still go on my walks. I still catch up with friends and family. Like I'm still doing that stuff, even though I don't really have a spark to go to the gym. We have to understand that relying on motivation will lead to stagnation. 
in order to truly work towards our goals, I believe that we have to develop discipline. And that's going to look different for everybody. And sometimes when I talk to clients about this, I can see they get a little, maybe not discouraged, but just a little like, well, shoot, like, what, well, what does that mean? Or I'm not sure how that translates to me. And I always, I always ask them like, well, what other parts of your life are you disciplined in? And they'll start rattling off like, oh, I'm disciplined at work or I'm disciplined with my kids or with my spouse or with my housework or my hobby. And I'm like, okay, that's so great. Perfect. We at least have evidence that you can be disciplined. So that's amazing. Let's hold on to that. Now we need to transfer that level of discipline to this new thing, this new goal or this new habit, right? So how do we do that? Well, I believe it's by getting very clear on which direction you're going in and building momentum towards that goal or that outcome. So do you want to get stronger? Well, you're probably going to have to start working out, probably eating more, sleeping better, right? Resting, et cetera, et cetera. So in order to build that momentum, you're going to have to start making decisions that align with that goal of getting stronger and avoid making decisions that don't align with that goal. So for example, if you do want to get stronger, you'll decide that you have to start exercising and probably lifting heavier and things like that. So it's easy to sign up for a gym membership since that aligns with your goal. And it's also easier to get to bed on time since you know that getting enough sleep is important to build muscle, to recover well, et cetera, et cetera. So like, I hope that's making sense that Whatever your outcome is, what you're really trying to do is build momentum to carry you through to that goal or that outcome. Same thing for if you want to pass, maybe you have like um, an exam or something, or you know, maybe it's like for um, a certification for your work, or maybe you're in school or something. It's, it's a lot easier to make decisions that are going to help you actually be successful with that certification or that final exam if that's your goal. So you're going to be studying, you're going to maybe meet up with friends and study, you're going to read extra material, you're going to get to bed on time, you're going to schedule the exam. Like it's just easier once you actually know which direction you're going in to make decisions that align with that. So I hope that makes sense and I actually think about that a lot with myself too of like, well what is the actual outcome here? And are my daily, weekly, monthly actions aligning with my goal? And if they're not, then I have some, you know, auditing to do. Is that, is the goal not appropriate for me? Or is it that I'm not making the actions um, a priority, right? There's a couple different layers to that. But that's essentially what I mean by building momentum is once that momentum gets going, I mean, it gets going. It's a lot easier to say yes to things that line up with your goal. And it's a lot easier to say no to things that don't line up with your goal. Um, Just I mean, just even health stuff aside, I'm just thinking of like personal things in my life the past few years of these decisions that I've made or what I've wanted personally. And it's like, if I decided that I was going to do this thing, then I was going to do the thing. And it, yeah, it might've taken me longer than I wanted to, but every decision that I made was so much easier to make when it aligned, when, when I was very clear on my goal. So that's really what I'm trying to get at here. Okay. So we are building momentum. We also need habits because habits are kind of underneath that layer of the momentum. So what if we don't feel like going to the gym? So if we're going back to the example of the getting stronger, right? So it's like, okay, well, what if we don't actually feel like going to the gym? Then what? 
Well, my favorite follow-up question to that is, what's the alternative? Seriously, if you don't want to do the work that is required of you to see your results, then what is the alternative? Stay where you are? But aren't you unhappy with that because you clearly made the intention or made that clear that you wanted to change something? So if you want to change something, but you're not willing to change yourself to reach that, then what is the alternative? And you have to really take an honest look at yourself of like, well, what are you willing to do to change? Or what are you willing not to do? And is then that goal appropriate for you? So why is it so hard for us to accept this reality? This is something that I really kind of struggle with myself of like, do we realize that we are the ones in our own way? And I know that this sounds like tough love and I wish there was another answer and maybe there is, but I don't typically operate that way. I really do approach it in a loving way. Like I'm not going to yell or scream or like belittle you or anything. But seriously, like what do we expect of ourselves? Sure, there are always habits, you know, that we can, there's ways to make habits stick, you know, things like habit stacking, which is great. So that's like if you have an existing habit and you want to build a new one, you just stack that right on top of your existing one. So for example, if you want to start tongue scraping, which is part of oral hygiene, um, maybe you just stick the tongue scraper right next to your toothbrush because I'm assuming that you already have the habit of brushing your teeth in the morning and in the evening. So then you can just stack the new habit of um, tongue scraping right on top of that. So that's, you know, that's great for sure. You can set reminders for yourself. You can find some accountability. Maybe you join a group or maybe you hire a coach or maybe you call up a friend and is like, hey, keep me accountable on this. You could do some visualization. Um, You know, those are kind of ideas as to what we can do to try and get habits to stick and become routine. But those all still require us to show up and do the work. And you know that what I've learned after all these years of showing up and doing the work is that I can trust myself by showing up day after day, moment after moment, rep after rep, and putting in the work towards my goals, I actually have built confidence in myself. And I'm building confidence in myself while also building trust in myself because I am proving to me myself that I can actually do this. So there aren't many other things in life that I think feel as good as trusting yourself and being confident in yourself. And I really only started to feel that way recently in the past few years by really holding myself accountable and showing up and doing the work even when I didn't feel like it. Because there's something about overcoming something that you put in front of you as a task that might feel daunting. And then once you crush it and you do it, I mean, gosh, like the the clarity and the trust and the confidence that comes from that is just, it's amazing. And that is really like what keeps me going back is because I have evidence that, hey, like you can do this. And I know it's going to be hard or I know that it might not feel good or I know that it might not feel good in the moment, but it just like it feels good afterwards to know that I showed up for myself because I say this a lot on my Instagram. No one is going to show up for you as much as you show up for yourself. Like nobody can do the work for you and nobody can put in the hours, put in the effort, put in the planning as much as you can do for yourself. So you have to keep showing up for yourself because nobody else is going to do it as much as you. 
So what I think is this all does lead back to discipline because knowing that I'm going to show up at the gym, even on days that I don't really want to go, which does happen. I mean, I love working out and I love the gym, but there are days when I'm like, oh, I have so much other things, so many other things I should be doing right now. But regardless, showing up even on days that I don't want to go is a form of self-love and discipline. I know it's good for me. I know it's going to support my goals and I know that I'm going to be better for it. And that's why I keep doing it. And that's why I keep showing up. I have a long-term vision for myself, not a short-term one. Sure. I mean, I have short-term goals of like what I'd like to do in the week or what I'd like to get done in this next month. But overall, like I'm very much a 30,000 foot view person of like, like what does life look like now? And where's it going to look like in a few years? And what do I need to do today in order to get there? So by doing that and zooming out, we remember that we have the time to work on ourselves and we should be taking advantage of it. If life is really about enjoying the passage of time and all of that, then figure out what that actually means to you. What does enjoying time look like? Does that mean that you need to be healthy? Do you need to be strong enough to run around with your kids? Does that mean that you should have enough energy to travel with your loved ones? That is what should keep you going and be the driving force behind your discipline. So hold on to that vision and let that guide you when motivation has fled. Because again, motivation is so temporary. It is flaky. It is not something that we can depend on. You have to lean into that discipline and you have to strengthen that. And it might feel like a muscle that you have to just strengthen day after day, right? You're putting in reps of showing that you're disciplined. Okay, so I showed up to the gym three days this week. That's great. That's some discipline right there. You're starting to build evidence that it is possible for yourself to be disciplined. And that is a really good feeling too. So I I mean, I don't know how much else I can say about this because I feel like I touched on the core of it. And I really was um, like speaking from my heart with this is this stuff really does matter to me because I've been in a position where I've reached goals and it was simply because I followed the formula. And I think that there are times and places to do that. Um, Definitely. I think that there are some scenarios in life where it's like, okay, follow the formula and you're going to get reach your goal. And that's great. But there's also a lot of things in life that don't really have a clear cut formula. It's very much like trial and error and figuring out what works for you. And, you know, health really seems to be into one of those. Um, And so since I've done so many different things for my health and for my body and experimented, I just feel like this is something so important. And so um, I'm so passionate about talking about it because I do believe that over time, this really has been one of the biggest lessons for me is just basically breaking up with motivation and finding a love for discipline and understanding that it's just going to take time. But I also trust myself in order to build proper discipline to reach my goals. So I hope that that's helpful. Um, I just wanted to kind of share some of the thoughts I've had around it just since I've been talking about it recently. And I think summertime can get a little bit tricky too. Like we start traveling and we go on vacations and our schedules might look differently and there's more patio season, right? Like we're going out to eat and sitting on patios, getting drinks and and all that stuff. And so sometimes it's easy for us to fall out of our routines and our habits. And and then it's like, then we immediately turn to motivation. It's like, well, motivation is not there. So we should stop. We should stop looking for it. Like motivation is not going to be the thing that gets you to your goals long-term. It might get you to one workout, but like, you know, I think we need really need to start thinking about it as what do we do when motivation is no longer there um, and it wears off. So 
just a quick little episode sharing my thoughts and uh, sharing my my true um, passion, I guess, for this topic and just this this outlook when it comes to health. So as always, I appreciate every single person who's listening to this. I've been getting more messages, which I really appreciate that you listen to this and that it's helpful or like, you know, things that you're really liking about it and questions and please keep them coming. I want this to be valuable um, when you spend your time with me because, you know, like I've said, I kind of just talk into the abyss. I'm in my closet right now and I'm just sitting here like, uh, well, I hope somebody hears this and it's helpful. Um, so I appreciate the feedback. I appreciate the community that we've built here. Um, it really does mean a lot because like I said, life has been kind of weird and off and not the same lately. And I'm just so thankful for this amazing community of people that I get to share this with and continue to, you know, kind of uplift and support each other. So I hope that you all have a wonderful week and we will talk soon. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I so appreciate your interest in holistic health and hope you learned something you can apply to your own life. References from this episode are linked in the show notes, as well as links to find me, Evie, on social media platforms. If you'd like to learn more about services from Holistically Restored, click on the link in the show notes. I'd love to hear from you. If you enjoyed this content, I encourage you to subscribe and also leave a review on Apple Podcast. Until next time, be well, my friends.